lot of time thinking about how if the multiverse theory is real. There's a universe where literally everything is the same, except Brad Pitt has a hook hand. No one looks at him different. All of his roles are the same. He's still really hot. Still people's sexiest man of the year, 1994. It never comes up. Never comes up in conversation. He's just got a hook hand. Brad Pitt with a hook hand. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Hannah. I'm Sarah. And this is the world's only podcast where we're pitting all of Brad Pitt's filmography against itself in a March Madness style bracket to discover the ultimate Brad. Which movies are we doing today, Sarah? Today we are doing California, spelt with a K, versus Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Oh boy. California. 1993. Same year as Thelma and Louise. Fun fact. David Duchovny of X-Files fame plays a man who's writing a book about serial killers because he's that kid who's obsessed with serial killers. And he's trying to write a book about him because he wrote a magazine article and got it in advance. And they spent all his fucking money on a stupid convertible with really bad gas mileage. So he goes on a road trip from, I guess, Pittsburgh to... California with his girlfriend, Carrie, and she dresses so great. They post an ad in their university hallway for a ride share because they're like, my aforementioned convertible gets really bad gas mileage and uh, we needed people to help pay the bills for that. The most inexplicable part of this movie is that Brad Pitt is at the university to see this sign. Why is he at the university? He doesn't even seem to be able to spell. <laughs> Lives in a trailer with his girlfriend, Adele, who he calls Adele. And then they hitch a ride with them to go to California to escape some bills and the law. And uh, horror ensues because Brad Pitt's a fucking serial killer. Boop, Trigger warning for this movie for violence against women and abuse and murder, and uh, implied rape. Just, like, straight-up trigger warning. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a deeply uncomfortable film to watch. It's not fun to watch. You do see Brad's butt. They transformed Brad for this movie. He looked really horrible. I had to rewind, like, twice at the beginning because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He's really grungy, really gritty, really white trash. <laughs> Where's a Confederate flag cap? Oh, God. Um, this is our least woke yeah. bad yet. <laughs> on, a, on account of the fact that he murders people, uh, but also the Confederate flag hat. No, this is a horribly unwoke Brad. So this this couple, the educated couple of yeah, these two the couples. Artsy. This is the type of couple that would describe themselves as a queer couple. Because <laughs> he has earrings. Because he has earrings and she has short hair. They're they all, call each other partners. Absolutely. They're super alternative. They're super alt. They're, not only are they alt, they're 90s alt. So you know this is a bad Brad from the start. You know he's a bad dude, but he just keeps getting darker and darker. I guess at the beginning, you did see a little bit of playful Brad with the girlfriend. And then he shanks the dude in the neck when they stop to refill their tank, probably 20 minutes into the drive, <laughs> once the car gets eight miles to the gallon. So Brad shanks the dude in the neck. 
blood everywhere. All over the not, floor. Not a little bit, but like a lot. Like torrential rain. This is not low-key blood play. This is, this is high, high key, key shanking. Ugh. In the neck. Um, why, do you gotta, why do you have to go for the neck? Just gotta kill him. That is so unchill. Babu was trying to kill him. He did a damn good job going right. straight for that jug. And then David Duchovny tries to, he's like, I gotta wash my hands, man. And Brad Pitt is like, no, nah, there's no sink in there. And he's, he's like, like, you were in there a long time. He's like, I was taking a shit. So yeah, they just continue on their merry road trip, taking photos of all these serial killers' houses, and Brad keeps killing people in bathrooms and bars. Meanwhile, Carrie and Adele are bonding, and Adele starts to like open up and be like, Brad Pitt beats me. Suspicion arises until finally it turns into a full-on hostage situation. They stop for gas. In the gas station, Carrie, Turf Bang's artsy girlfriend, sees on the TV that Brad is wanted. Brad comes into the gas station, sees that she's watching this, and grabs her. And then he has a little showdown with the poor kid working at the counter of the gas station. Walter. Walter! What's your name, boy? Walter Livesey. Well... I think I gotta kill you, Walter. How you feel about that? Not so good. You sure you have to? No, no. We should do it. Really, please, please. Shut up! God damn it! Try to have a conversation with Walter! Sorry about that, Walter. It was the, the Brad that we'd seen earlier in this movie, which was like... There was some, there was a little bit of humor to him earlier yeah. in the movie, and in this scene, you saw that humor mixed with the menace, and then a little bit of like uncertainty or fear. Yeah, just really the like unhingedness of his character yeah. starts poking out, which becomes more and more apparent. Definitely, as it goes on, and then it's like he ends up kidnapping Carrie after murdering Adele. Oh, I forgot she got murdered, and they go into like this nuclear test village. I forget what it's called. A nuclear test site? But it's like, there's like houses and stuff there too. Like a little village. Because they're standing in, they're in the house. They spend the night in the house. Uh, Fallout? Fallout New Vegas? (laughs) The video game? Yeah. So they go into like this, this Fallout house and there are all these mannequins there for some reason. If you are the type of person that lives in a nuclear test facility, you're probably the type of person that keeps mannequins in your house. Yeah. Uh, But he's talking to them, like, threatening them like they're real people. He is doing that, yeah. Again, his unhingedness is snowballing at this point. It's really, it's a very, it's, it's very kinetic. You get a lot of, like, the physical acting that he's really good at, too. Absolutely. I was going to say, in the gas station scene, after he does the classic thing where he clicks his gun by, I wish you could see me, he's, like, holding his gun straight up and down, and he, like, does the ch-ch-ch, you know? Yeah. He's good at really, like, minute human things that, like, people do that you don't necessarily usually see in movies. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll watch David Duchovny next to Brad, and David doesn't do any of these mannerisms or, like, these little details. David Duchovny seems like a self-insert. I feel like David Duchovny wrote this movie. (laughs) Maybe it's the fact that he's narrating it. No, it felt very self-insert. I felt like I was, like, reading the short story of that guy in your freshman writer's workshop who's, like, obsessed with serial killers. And he's like, well, if I was in that situation, I would do this. And I would be, like, so cool and so calm. He really doesn't show any... He's just kind of there. He yeah. doesn't show any emotion. I think that's kind of true of all of David Duchovny's characters, though. 
I thought Adele did really good. Yeah. I oh, loved baby Adele. Girl. Poor Adele. Adele during this whole movie was like trying really hard to pretend like it wasn't happening and like defending Brad, but was also scared of him. It was just very terse and Brad did a really good job of commanding the scene. Yeah. He he seemed totally unpredictable and unhinged. He yeah. Was, he was legitimately very scary. He was very scary. I don't usually get like freaked out in movies or anything, you know? It was a very creepy, bad, creepy, scary man. Yeah. Um, no, he was genuinely very scary. If you come away from California with a K with anything, it's that, again, Brad is super, super good at that like unhingedness and that spontaneity and that like real deep sense of chaos. And also, he's really possible to dress down. Absolutely. Which. Got me thinking about how Brad Pitt's looking these days, mm-hmm. which makes me think that now is a good time to do Brad Reputation. Start a fight club, Brad Reputation! Start a fight club, Brad Reputation! On the last official pitting, I knew when I said that unless something bigger happened, we would be talking about Brad Pitt doing World War Z 2. I knew that by saying that, I was cursing it. Brad Pitt was on Stephen Colbert and it was really cute. Yeah, it was super cute. So I promise I really want to talk about Brad Pitt and David Fincher doing World War Z 2. And we will talk about that, but um, Brad's making a lot of rounds in the news right now. Yeah, I think he's in, doing publicity. Yeah, publicity for War Machine, which is awesome and great. And uh, so we'll get to World War Z eventually. I'll will. drop it in somewhere. But for today's Brad reputation, we're going to be talking about Stephen Colbert. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast from the past for you guys because the media machine is gonna have moved quite a bit away from it. True. But it was really cute and made me want to hang out with Brad Pitt and just like make him laugh, ask him a few questions. It was really cute. So the premise of the sketch, it was just Stephen Colbert and Brad Pitt uh, lying on their backs together on a on a blanket under the stars, thinking some deep thoughts, asking each other questions. It was a really funny skit. We got some like really genuine little reactions from Brad. Yeah, well, there were a couple times where he was like laughing, like Stephen Colbert. Like they they start each question. It's big questions with bigger stars, and they start each asking each other each question with like a cute little nickname similar to. I feel I would do if I was friends I was with Brad. Gonna say I literally feel like we've given Brad several of those nicknames. <laughs> there was a lot of like Braddy Poo, like he called him Bradford, which I call him all the time, yes. which is really funny because that's not his name at yes. all. Yes, uh, Bradarino. <laughs> Stevie Q was another one mm-hmm. for Steven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Bradimir was- Putin. <laughs> Bradimir Pitten. And then that was the one that Brad thought was really funny. Yeah, he cracked up. There was a couple times where he was like, you know, like tapping him on the shoulder. I don't know. It was just very cute. It was a very genuine Brad. Mm -hmm. An interesting thing I realized during this skit was that Brad was talking in the exact same way that he talks in Meet Joe Black. Like the exact same way. Maybe that's just his voice. And I'm thinking that that's his authentic voice. We sort of, he just started talking. Maybe it's his, like, I'm being philosophical voice. Maybe, but it was, like, pretty mouthy, you know? Yeah, he's got, he uses his full mouth instead of just part of it, like, <laughs> and observe. But I felt like he was acting, you know? Yeah. He was, he was acting. Fun. I got a little bit of Tyler Durden, too. They made a bunch of cute little references to some of his big movies. That's true, and the laugh was very Tyler Durden. Yeah. <laughs> he looks good. He looks like he's doing yeah, good. Yeah, he looks like he's getting healthier. Again, I'm so sorry about our, our little rumor mill here on Brad. <laughs> Brad reputation. Brad. Get a nice view of some of his tattoos. 
Oh yeah. That's nice. I thought it was interesting that nothing has been done about his Angie tat, which like I support and believe in. You can see the, the people holding their hands, uh -huh. the little paper cutouts on the one arm, which you get a really good view of in the New York Times style magazine shoot. And then he has the one that's like, it looks like a stem and leaf plot from a statistics class where you get the line and you get the one thing on one side and then like all of the things that branch off of it from the other oh. side. And there's an A and then there's the first letter of each of the kids' names, which I think is really that's cute. That's cute. It's really cute. It's a little that's stem cute. and leaf plot of his family. Okay, so did you see that he got a new tattoo? No, what's it? It's on his arm. It's of a motorcycle, I think. There was only part of it that you could see. It was like the tire. It's like a front-facing motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I'll have to do some examinations in my New York Times Style magazine profile on Brad Pitt. That also mentions that he's wearing a white fedora, which like, ugh. But then it's like, I guess if anyone could pull that off, it'd be Brad. He does know what fashion is he more does. than any oh, of us. Justin's like, no, he doesn't. Justin. You know, I'm still mad at whoever was ragging on that GQ article. <sighs> Someone on HuffPost, which like isn't even a real website, was talking- Because it's fucking anyone can write for HuffPost. It's yeah. like not real. No. But someone was talking about how they didn't like the article and they thought it was like hokey basically and like attention whore -y was the thesis. It was like Brad Pitt's being an attention whore. Somebody doesn't get Brad Pitt. Somebody doesn't get fashion? I'm so sorry. It must hurt to be so A, uncool, and B, to hate fun. Yeah, Brad Pitt's just lounging around in the national parks. He's doing a photo shoot. Have you ever seen a photo shoot? When has a photo shoot ever not been stupid? They're all like that. I bet this is the type of person that's like, hey guys, we shouldn't care about celebrities. We should care about real things. What if when you went to a cafe, everybody turned off their cell phones? Oh my god, like those cafes that like are like, we just connect our Wi-Fi. Stranger danger is stranger real. Stranger danger. This is real. Guys. I don't want to talk to a stranger. Come on. I don't particularly like it when strangers talk to me, unless you're super, super, super cute, but that never happens. It doesn't happen, so don't do it. So just like. Don't talk to strangers. Leave, stop. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> if you want to talk to me, talk to me on Twitter. Anyway. Talk to me through the contact form on marchbadness.net. That's how, that's how you show a girl that it's real. It's true. That article is almost cartoonishly bad. Like another movie we're about to talk about. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. The year for this movie is 2003. Brad Pitt is high key with Jennifer Aniston. You know what was cool about this? What, Sarah? Um... It's not that deeply informed the tropes you like in your sexuality. That's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> Pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Talk about that later. I want to say what I think is cool. What do you think is cool, Sarah? I think it's pretty cool that in watching this movie, which is completely animated, it's for children, just hearing his voice, I had a good picture of like, what era Brad this was. I didn't know what year this movie was, and then we looked it up and we saw a picture of the Brad at that time, and it matched my mental image. Nice! And, I feel like and your face blind! And I'm face blind! I feel like we've seen enough Brads that I could hear that voice and be like, this is the era that it was from. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty sick. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh... Sinbad. So, Sinbad is about a super fucking cool goddess of chaos who lives up in the sky, and her job is to mess with the people down on Earth, and 
Today, she's focusing in on Sinbad, this cool pirate who is sailing the seven seas. And um, there's like this book of peace that's important for some reason, and Sinbad steals it, I think. Or she steals it. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Brad Pitt plays Sinbad. Sinbad's friend gets framed for stealing the Book of Peace. And they're going to sentence him to death. And there's some kind of conspiracy because he's like the ruler. or He's going to be the ruler. But anyway, Brad is like, I'm going to go get this Book of Peace back. And everybody's like, if you don't come back in time, we're going to kill your friend. And he's like, no, I promise I'm going to come back. But Sinbad is a thief. He's a liar. He's a con man. Anyway, Brad goes on this journey across the seas with the fiancé of his best friend. Her name's Marina. And the whole time, Eris, the goddess of chaos, is like, time to shake things up a little bit. And then she'll send down, like, some sirens or giant fish and keeps trying to, like, gunk up their journey. It's a swashbuckling good time on the seven seas. Was it? It's an okay time. <laughs> This movie's really boring. What are you talking about? It's a legend of the seven seas. There's, <laughs> I think they do. I think there's seven things that happen. <laughs> like halfway through this movie, there's a scene where they're like on this mountain with the hawk. The harpies. No, because harpies are ladies. Harpies are ladybirds. This is just a big bird. It was supposed to be a harpy. Okay, but then they really fucked up because harpies are ladybirds, <laughs> okay. and this was just a big bird. Okay, <laughs> like, like fucking Articuno from Pokemon. Okay, and then they like slide down and stuff. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, I hate Odyssey movie. I hate hero's journey movies. I really don't like where it's like movies that are like a linear path through the narrative. Yeah, and they're like, here's a conflict, but we beat it, and then we go forward. Maybe that's why I don't like video games. That's interesting. I really, like, I find it really boring and tedious because yeah. it's, like, it's always super plot-focused. Yeah, for sure. And it's a very formulaic plot-focused. For sure. And there's no room for, like, character nuance, which is why I think in action movies, when everyone's complaining about the mandatory love interest, I'm like, no, leave that in there because I really do not care about your linear plot journey. I agree. Like, I think it's what made this movie super forgettable. But I don't know. I do kind of like the whole Odyssey vibe. I do like video games. Um, this is a very philosophical movie. <laughs> it's based on an ancient legend. <laughs> From the Middle East. Brad Pitt plays Middle Eastern hero Sinbad. Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> Second least woke Brad goes to... Sinbad for just existing. <laughs> okay, but so the Brad... You can... He's got the swagger. He's like a big collar... He's not quite big collar Brad. <laughs> you know? He's like got that swagger, but it's like... Yeah. You can tell that Brad Pitt's literally just like smoking a bunch of weed, driving up to the DreamWorks lot, going into his booth, and he's like, eh. <laughs> cool, Brad, can you do that again? And he's like, eh. And they're like, all right, cool, we got it. Go home. And he's like... Jen, I just had a great day. I'm going to go visit you on the set of Friends. You said that Brad is straight, even as a cartoon. <laughs> it's true! Yeah. Oh my god, his best friend in the movie is so gay for him. So, okay, so DreamWorks has a history, a rich history. Oh, are you uh, talking about El Dorado? Yeah. Oh, uh, god damn it. Queer-coded character. We were so close. I.e. Legend of El Dorado. Road to El Dorado. Road. <laughs> Legend of the Seven Falls. <laughs> 
So Sinbad's best friend is so hot for Sinbad, but Brad Pitt is the definition of aggressively straight. He's straight even as a cartoon. He's so straight. First he has a crush on Eris, the goddess of chaos, which like joined the club, and then he has a crush on Marina, the fiancé of his best friend, which Brad, don't do that. And then he makes a lot of jokes about his penis. Yeah. This is absolutely scoundrel Brad. Definitely scoundrel Brad. He's being a wily little... Like, scoundrel Brad is an offshoot of Big Collar Brad. I think this is like a low to medium collar Brad. Yeah, but not a no collar Brad. Certainly not a blue collar Brad, as we saw in California. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no murdering. He killed monsters. That's still murder. That's true. They all, what if they had feelings? They probably did. They were living beings. They seemed intelligent. He killed the sirens. No, Maybe Marina not. killed the sirens. Marina, that's a betrayal to all women. Marina, that's internalized misogyny. Is it internalized misogyny if it's self-defense? <laughs> really asking. You're digging deep here. <laughs> Yeah, but so Sinbad, in terms of the Brad, you know, it's very, he's very Brad in it. He is very Sinbad Brad. Sinbad is very Brad, but he doesn't I, look like Brad. Well, he's a cartoon. <laughs> I know, but they can still make him look like Brad. They could have tried a little harder. I don't think that was the point. I think they, I think they had the character and then they were like, hey, Brad, I don't, unfortunately for Brad, I don't feel like voice acting is his strong suit. I do feel like he was doing an okay job. He was definitely doing better than Cool World. I felt like he was talking to children when he was doing this. Yeah. I definitely didn't feel like he was taking it seriously. No. And at first I was like, well, it's a kid's movie, you know, but then I compared him to Marina, his co-star, who was doing a good job. Yeah. She was acting it and I felt like she was trying to put something into it. And Brad was just goofing around is is what I came away with. (laughs) That's exactly why women shouldn't drive. Are you crazy? I saved your life. Oh, I would have been fine. I always am. Right. So grateful. It's just typical. And you chipped the paint. Right here. Look at it. That's more than a little scratch. Ugh. If Simbad Legend of the Seven Seas was a high school group project, Brad would be the jock that your teacher would have to put in your little type A group and you feel like personally punished. And you know he's like not that bad and he's like kind of funny sometimes in class. He's like just dicking around. We just, we keep hitting this over and over where one Brad's more fun, one Brad I want to vote for, but the other Brad is just doing a better job. Yeah. I mean, I hated the Brad in California with a K. Yeah. Obviously, he's awful. Yeah. And like halfway through the he's movie. The antagonist. Well, yeah. And like halfway through the movie, I was like, can I just like put my foot down and be like, we're voting for Sinbad because I hate this guy. I would, I would absolutely fight you. We can watch Sinbad anytime, but that Brad, you cannot make an argument that that Brad is more compelling. I know. I just, it's Sinbad. He's so fun. <laughs> Is he? Or is Eris so hot? She's so hot! (laughs) Sarah, who went into this movie being like, I've never seen this movie before, takes a look at Eris, and we're both looking at this, and I turn to her and go, 
That's every one of your original characters from 2003 to 2000 and, I don't know, probably 12. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so all of Sarah's intellectual property is basically just a character from Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, a movie she claims to have not seen. I even draw hair like her. You do. She's so cool. Yeah, but the Brad is so boring. Ugh, He's so stoned. He's fine. The winner is California with a K. Congratulations. I hope you're happy. It's Psychopath 1, Sailor 0 as California takes home a win. I'm glad that we had the experience of the other episodes behind us because in hindsight, like, this wasn't a hard decision. I think no, the yeah. hardest decision was the very first one. Definitely. I really wanted to vote for Dark Side oh, of the Sun. Oh, me too. I think about that every fucking day. I know. I, this, this one's obvious. This one's easy. But again, it's like, like, we kept joking when we were watching California with a K. We were like, like, I hope he fucks up. Like, I hope he forgets a line. <laughs> He's like, line! <laughs> like, in the middle of it, they just left it in because they ran out of editing budget. <laughs> Maybe he'll do something so unforgivable as an actor that we'll have he to He just, vote. like, poops on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a question. When boys pee on screen, do they actually pee or do they have, like, a, like a, a fake pee gun. I'm sure that they do a fake pee gun, because I'm sure they have to do multiple takes, and a man only has so much pee in his body. What if it's all pee? But, okay, if you know the answer to if boys have to, for real pee, or if they have, like, a fake pee mechanism, <laughs> let us know. Is this a product that is sold for movie sets? Could I buy one? A fake pee bladder? Gag your friends! Gag your friends! Prank them! Hey, guys. Great gag gift. <laughs> Just look at me pee. There's not much else to say. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much. Tune in next week for a mini episode, a movie Brad Pitt should have been in. And tune in the week after that for our next official pitting of Allied versus The Image with super special guest judge Raina Deerwater of the Glee podcast. There's nothing ironic about show choir. If you like us, if you like hanging out with us on the bus or in your car, wherever you do, or if you like Brad Pitt and really want to see us continue to pit these pits against each other, give us a little rating. Tell your friends. Word of mouth is really important. I'd really like it if you told your friends, your coworkers. Let us know if you let people know through our contact on our website. Oh yeah, let us know because if you rate us in another country... We don't know unless you tell us. You can you can contact us through marchbradness.net or our Twitter at marchbradness. Check out our Instagram, which is march.bradness, where we do aesthetic photos of movie pairings. I want to give a shout out to our listeners in the middle states, which I dragged so thoroughly on earlier episodes. I was talking to my mom about this today, and I was like, Mom, we have a listener in, like, Utah. And she was like, you spent... A whole podcast making fun of people from middle states. And I want to apologize and say that Utah is a beautiful state. I've driven through it. I like it a lot. Keep on keeping on. I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. Uh, Earlier in this episode, I sponsored uh, Fallout New Vegas, a video game I've never played, but I've heard really good things about. 
I've never even seen it. I don't know what happens. I don't know the plot. I think you're a mailman. But if you like video games, I hear it's a good one. So you should check it out. We want you to sponsor us. Drop us a line. Let us know. Have a good one.